0: Swami Vivekananda in the introduction to his book on Raj Yoga said something very interesting about the original teachings of religions. So quoting directly from the book, in the first place, if you analyze all the various religions of the world, you will find that these are divided into two classes, those with a book and those without a book. Those with a book are the strongest and have the largest number of followers. Those without books have mostly died out, and the few new ones have very small followings. Yet in all of them, we find one consensus of opinion that the truths they teach are the results of the experiences of particular persons. The Christian asks you to believe in his religion, to believe in Christ and to believe in him as the incarnation of God, to believe in a God, in a soul, and in a better state of that soul. If I ask him for reason, he says he believes in them but if you go to the fountain the fountainhead of christianity you will find that it is based upon experience christ said he saw god the disciples said they felt god and so forth similarly in buddhism it is buddha's experience he experienced certain truths saw them came in contact with them and preached them to the world so with the hindus in their books The writers who are called rishis or sages declare they experienced certain truths and these they preach thus it is clear that all the religions of the world have been built upon that one universal and adamantine foundation of all our knowledge that is direct experience the teachers all saw god they all saw their own souls they saw their future they saw their eternity and what they saw they preached Only there is this difference, that by most of these religions, especially in their modern times, a peculiar claim is made, namely that these experiences are impossible at the present day. They were only possible with a few men who were the first founders of the religions that subsequently bore their names. At the present time, these experiences have become obsolete, and therefore, we have now to take the religion on belief. This I entirely deny. If there has been one experience in this world in any particular branch of knowledge, it absolutely follows that experience has been possible millions of times before and will be repeated eternally. Uniformity is the rigorous law of nature. What once happened can always happen.
1: Woo! That was uh, quite a quote. And uh, also, it, it's quite amazing to have uh, Swami Vivekananda say so clearly how knowledge isn't born oh, just like that yeah it's it's an outcome of experiences a lot of seeking and a lot of engaging with ideas uh, people aren't born They are not born spiritual. They are not born um, teachers. People become that.
2: Yeah. People experience things, and when when they find certain truths, they they know those things to be mm. true. And if if you think about it, it's it's no different from the approach of science, right? Science is mm. based on direct experience. They test for certain things and. Uh, If if you can experience the same phenomenon over and Mm. over again, you say that, okay, this is is how something is happening. So it's actually interesting to think that that is how our Vedas came to be written, that it was not some divine inspiration that, you know, thunder clapped the sky one day and then somebody just wrote down this book. Uh, It's experiences that people have had for many, possibly thousands of years. And then they realize, okay, this is how it, it must be.
1: Well, enlightened,
2: yeah, but that, that is not to take away from someone like Buddha or Christ. I mean, they were mm-hmm. extraordinary. I mean, um, they, they w- whatever process they went through to obtain the knowledge that, that they did, it, it was an extraordinary effort, right? So, whoever right. does that is extraordinary, but the, the point is that all humans have that potential, right? That, yeah, all humans are probably not born extraordinary, but all humans can be extraordinary.
1: Mm. Absolutely. And uh, we had once met, uh, in Sri Lanka, we met this Buddhist monk who was uh, talking to us about the different uh, sects in Buddhism. And my father asked him, like, what is uh, the main difference between these two Mm -hmm. sects? And he explained to us that this one sect of Buddhism believes that Buddha was an avatar of Vishnu and the other sect believes no Buddha was human Mm. and there was just something very beautiful about this monk telling us that reminding us that uh, that is possible Mm. for this great teacher to be human and His humanity helped him see and experience things that eventually he thought about and of course went into major dhyan and had these insights that have of course come to benefit the world. Uh, But it was, I think, an important reminder.
2: um, Yeah, that these teachers were all human. They experienced uh, some major truths through, Mm. through their work. And that, that is what they were teaching. They, they wanted other humans to understand these hmm. same truths. And that's how all of the scriptures came into being. Right. Uh, be it, uh, you know, be, be it the Bible, be it the Vedas, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
2: be it the Kudaganika uh, by yeah. Buddha. All, all of them w- were, were teaching about the essential
0: mm-hmm. nature
2: of our being right and uh, to, to to quote vivekananda once again he says that each soul is potentially divine and the goal is to manifest this divinity within by controlling nature with external and internal hmm. and the, yeah. so the, the the funny thing though is that we we've lost this in mm. in most uh, modern religions at least the at, at least the religion the, the way I have experienced it mm-hmm. while growing up, because now you you're just supposed to accept everything by faith right because what mm-hmm. there's there's some reason why why that has happened right maybe maybe it's it's because of our insistent insistence on defying uh you know these these great teachers
1: making heroes out yeah, of yeah
2: ma- making heroes out of them as as opposed to focusing on their mm-hmm. original teachings
1: right what got you to what got you interested in reading the scriptures
2: uh it, like i i've spoken about this earlier that it it was on 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 some quest of of mental health uh i i could see that faith somehow still helps people uh, you know regardless of the fact that uh you know people can have faith in various things but once they actually have faith in something, it does seem to help them, uh, you know, have have a better mental health possibly. And it, for for me, I, I found it very difficult to just have faith in 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 something that mm-hmm. that I couldn't uh, understand better. So for for me, faith springs from understanding. Maybe maybe it's it's because of. Uh, science or or whatever but Mm -hmm. I I think to me it made sense that one should that that I want to have faith in something that I can understand Mm -hmm. and uh, my religious upbringing did not give me any understanding it just says no you just have to believe and Mm -hmm. that wasn't working for me It, it could have worked for some people it wasn't working for me and I thought hey you know if if I read the the original mm-hmm. writings, maybe they can give me an understanding. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been exposed to more and more of of Vedanta philosophy over the past couple of months. And yeah, I believe that th- that you know whoever mm-hmm. uh, the the people who wrote these books, they actually had an understanding, and that's what they're teaching uh, in these books. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm just scratching the surface now, but I think uh i'm i've been validated in that particular Mm. assumption so Mm. yeah it it started with mental health but as as i read more and more and more of it now i i realized that what i was really looking forward to was this idea of of spiritual enlightenment and i Mm. think that's what i'm seeking now from from the scriptures
1: because it's sounding a bit like there was a lot of practicing of religion but not engaging in your case not engaging with um what those rituals mm. meant what were they based on yeah and it's a bit like getting obsessed with the bowl in which the food is served rather than the food itself yeah and it sounds like at some point you got really tired of yeah this bowl that everything has to come through this bowl and nobody knows what's gone into this meal. What, how is it made? And somehow when, when we get more, I wonder if when we get more engrossed in practicing the religion rather than learning the knowledge that Mm. is behind the religion, Mm. that's when we get particularly, Mm. You know, we get, we get lost. Yeah. Religion just becomes a source of, it's just something you do. Yeah. It's not something you learn. It's not something that will take you to enlightenment. Yeah.
2: So the thing is, so you bring an important point, practicing the religion. And I think even that bit is not clear. What does practicing the religion even mean if you don't know what you are after? Uh, so, mm. what is it that 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 practicing the religion was supposed to bring you? Was it supposed to bring you a bigger car or mm. or spiritual enlightenment? I don't I don't think that bit was clear, so, right? So
1: I think that's where I think you and I differ mm. somewhere in uh, how we practice religion, and that's also from our different upbringings mm. or experiences. For me, religion always helped me connect to something bigger than myself Mm. this awareness that there is something larger than me and every time I pray I'm I'm actually stepping back from the Mm. the chaos of the current moment and connecting to a bigger picture Mm. so I remember once my brother had asked me is KV religious Mm. I don't know how he'd asked me that Mm. and instead of saying anything else I just said well KV believes in the cosmos Mm. And and I, I do think like even believing in the cosmos at the heart of it, it is connecting to something much larger than you. Yeah. Understanding that there is a universal process that continues whether you whether you notice it or not it will continue yeah so i do think religion has that quality of mm. sometimes helping you connect to the transcendental when we talk mm. about bhakti when we talk about meera mm. and you know how mm. how in love with krishna she was it wasn't a romantic love mm. it was a it was a yeah she was she was in love with this transcendental
0: mm.
1: space mm. you know and uh, i do think sometimes when we get really hung up on the ritual without the meaning mm-hmm. that connection to something larger than you gets yeah. lost yeah. it ends up being like wash your hands 30 times and make sure you sing happy birthday yeah. <laughs> you know so
2: yeah. it it's it's uh, <laughs> it's really nice that you were able to get that mm-hmm. from the practice of your religion i i never got it to me it was always just the the rituals do x mm. y z and uh, i don't know you'll be you'll get good marks in school or whatever.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's... I I think I'm going to blame capitalism there.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, somewhere I think a lot of what we do... um, Sometimes I think the idea is that we'll motivate people to do this if we tell them, Mm. hey, there's something in it for you, Mm. just personally. Yeah. I don't think we are told transcendental currency. Yeah, and
2: and, and the problem was that I, I bought into that you'll get good marks in school... If mm. you pray to God, spiel. But as I grew up, I could actually, I could clearly see that that was false. No matter how mm. much I prayed, mm. I wouldn't always get what I wanted. And yeah. so I, I could clearly see through the deceit that, you know, mm. Har Mangalwar jaake, you know, Ganpati ke mandir mein to mm. you will get a bigger car. I could clearly see that that was false. That does not happen. So, and and, and that, so yeah. that, so that was experience, right? The experience mm. clearly proved that that was incorrect. So what I could. Experience, I, I would believe in it. What I couldn't experience, I couldn't believe in it. And what Vivekananda mm-hmm. says that religion, contemporary religion, now wants you to believe that the, the spiritual experience you're not going to get, and that mm-hmm. and, and that's what Vivekananda disagrees with, mm-hmm. and and that's what I'm after. That that there are these great teachers who are telling me that that spiritual experience is actually possible, mm-hmm. and and the, the the fountainhead of most religions actually say that that spiritual experience is possible, and that's what. I'm after so whatever will mm. g- will get me that I want to go uh, mm. to, to that and the interesting thing is that it is also congruent with how I understand science how I understand the cosmos what, mm. what you said earlier I think the beginning of all of this was from Neil deGrasse Tyson you know w- mm. watching watching the cosmos series w- was what grounded me into you know mm. seeing the wonder in how the the laws of physics Operate yeah. and yeah. and how the 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 what the Vedas say, say clearly align with uh, mm. you know all of the things that we know about you know quantum mechanics and right. Uh, astrophysics, right? But religion doesn't really talk about that. Religion just told me that that I'll get better marks in school, and that was a lie. So mm. so maybe maybe I they didn't teach me the right things in religion.
1: Mm. I wonder whether a more accurate phrase will be your experience of religion talking yeah. that yeah so i do i mean I, I do think some of what you're saying is uh is absolutely like uh, i've definitely heard this from a lot of other people and i wonder whether also sometimes when we talk about how people get angry with god that mm. i i said this and i did this and mm. i did these thirty thousand things mm. and yet these terrible things happened. yeah and on the other side is uh, the faith that whatever is happening, there is a divine purpose mm. and I don't know it. So mm. why is it raining? It's it's raining because it rains. Mm. So why is this happening? Because there is a pur- larger purpose that is unclear to you. Mm. You have to keep doing your duty mm. of continuing working and all of that. And at the same time, the thing is that, we cannot stop at the rituals. Yeah. We have to engage in the knowledge. We cannot stop at... Uh, yeah, I, I think that I I agree when sometimes, uh, like even as part of religion, there are offensive things that are being done all the time, mm. like, you know, that there are certain times of the month that people mm. are impure and they shouldn't be doing this Yeah. or and sick people should not go to the yeah. mandir and, and it's like sick people should like totally go to the yeah. and, <laughs> like...
2: and, yeah, and and yeah and more blood has been shed on this earth in the name of God than any other thing
1: yeah and, and when God talked about birth and death he didn't mean murder yeah you know so so I, I do think there's of course a complete mismanagement of uh, religion yeah so I, I think somewhere the whole idea of uh, seeking out truth seeking out knowledge and not letting religion be your only pathway and also not letting religion determine for you what you will learn and will not learn hmm. um, all religions at the heart of it say very similar things yeah they all say it in different ways but they are all talking about similar things yeah so how can you basically allow yourself to engage how how, basically I, I think the whole idea is how do we learn from our own experience and how do we read scriptures from ancient times to understand this our own experiences and how do we become more insightful about universal truths is I think the goal that I think that's what our life is for to eventually discover some truths.
2: Yeah. I and and it it could vary from person to person, right? Everybody may not actually want that. Maybe if you ask the next person all they want is a bigger car. Yeah. So and that's and, and that's fine. If if all you want is a bigger car, get that's, a bigger car. Uh-huh. Just just know that if you want a bigger car, you'll have to go buy it and, you know, pray. Work. Yeah, praying to your your chosen God is not going to give you that bigger car yeah. which, which is what, what I mean yeah I I know that <laughs> I, I, I know that I, I understood that just praying wasn't going to give me a bigger car that I would have to go buy it but I, I, I resent the idea that uh, you know somehow praying to some bigger power was going to give me that mm. you know big, bigger car and mm. maybe if they explain to me why yeah. I, I would have, I would have, uh, I would have probably accepted it. But there was this magical thinking that somehow mm. somebody is actually going to listen to me and they're going to wave a wand and make things happen.
0: Yeah. Make
2: things happen. Somebody is going mm-hmm. to make things happen. Right. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm some, somehow going to get that magical car. Whereas yeah. w- what what the teachers of prayer may have originally meant is that, Maybe if you pray, you will be calmer, you will do better work and mm. overall the results of your uh, actions will, will somehow be mm. summed up to the, the, that bigger car. It's, it's just mm. the, the laws of physics. If, if, you do, if you do well in school, you, you'll get a better job and, right. and maybe if you get a job, maybe you'll, you'll get a bigger car and, and that's because your mind was calm.
1: So, on the other hand, I'm suggesting that if you actually become totally insightful, mm. you realize you don't need the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the other, I think that's the beauty. Yeah. You could have asked for, free me of the desire for right. this bigger
2: car. Right, but the, 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 that, that comes back to the point that it really depends on the individual what they want, right? Maybe they yeah. really want a car. At this point right now, what I want is spiritual enlightenment. So yeah. I, I know that the, that the books will, will guide me toward that. So, so what, what, what your individual desires are that we'll, we'll leave up to you. I'm, I don't mm. think through this podcast we're going to convince anybody that you need spiritual enlightenment. When, <laughs> when all, all they may want is a bigger car.
1: And that's fine.
2: Yeah. So but figure then, then, out what what you need. then call it yeah. for
1: the capitalist enterprise. Yes. It is. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> if you want a
2: bigger car, say you want a bigger car, right? And
1: say the yeah. mandir is where you you got the support for a bigger car. Right. But I do think that I think there is room for religion to be a pathway to knowledge. Yeah. Or religion to be a pathway to get a bigger car to capitalism. And uh, yeah, religion as a pathway to capitalism. And, and 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 yes, not judging. I mean. Mm. as someone who owns a red car and really wanted it. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, the, I think somewhere, I, for me, this podcast and these conversations uh, have been about engaging with, yeah, I think engaging with, with, with the cosmos and understanding what is there to this life. Beyond this everyday, mundane stuff that keeps us alive, what is there to know and understand, and I think there is also something so beautiful about connecting to these teachings
2: right. um, and let, let, let's talk a little bit about what if you you want the bigger thing? what mm-hmm. if you 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 had the car or or maybe you don't want the car a- anymore? What if you want Something more, some the that that mysterious thing that that mm. religion promises, right? Uh, like wh- whatever the, mm. uh, the 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 eternal knowledge or the afterlife or wh- whatever whatever your your chosen religion promises, swarg or or, or whatever it is. <laughs> so if you want that, right? Mm. Then then what, what what are you are you supposed to do? I think I think that's where religion fails us in yet another way because I feel that the the power in religion has been concentrated into the hands of a few people who've been mm-hmm. allowed to interpret it in a certain way and mm-hmm. then feed it to the rest of the community that, hey, you know what? This is what it is. This is mm-hmm. what religion is. And this is what you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. this is what you're supposed to want. Yeah. It's like some people have been given this power to program mm-hmm. the, the rest of yeah. the community. So wh- what I have found in my personal experience is that I needed to take the power back and right. I needed to go back to the original yeah. source to, to understand what is an absolute untruth and mm. what may be the truth. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to find out what the truth is. It, it's, mm. it's the quest of a lifetime, maybe multiple lifetimes. But I, I know whom not to believe mm. now. I, mm. I, know, I know what not to believe. And, yeah. and 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 it, it's still evolving it's not that i, ha- I have figured it out uh, the, the 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 gita tells us that you know spiritual practices in at, at all levels are valid for mm-hmm. for the person who who is at at, at that level but mm-hmm. the the point is that if if we really want to learn the truth we have to go find out for ourselves mm-hmm. it, it's not going to come to us because some pandit told us that you are supposed to do this every tuesday right. so yeah if if you want to know it we have to go read the books. That, yeah. That's the only way it's, it's going to come. Yeah. You have to do the work. You have to read the books if, if you want to know the truth. If mm-hmm. you don't want to know the truth, that, that's fine. You, right. that, 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 that's completely fine. But, but mm-hmm. if you want to know the truth, you have to read the books.
1: Yeah, and maybe we
2: outsourced our... Yeah, we outsourced our our spiritual enlightenment to to
1: somebody To some agents. Yeah, so it's like telling upper management, just following whatever upper management tells you to do without ever reading the employee manual yourself. Yeah. And it's like, no, I need to understand this employee manual. I need to understand why are we doing this? What is the real purpose? And... Sometimes having some people control the scriptures, control yeah. the narrative, control the interpretation of the scriptures, uh, I think that has played a negative role in how we understand religion. Yeah. Uh, because
2: because they, they are going to say whatever will benefit them, right? If you ask a pandit, he's always going to say, Aur puja or puja karo, because he's going to get paid.
1: And also whenever knowledge is concentrated in the hands of the few uh, it becomes a uh, it becomes like a system of controlling people, and yeah. it can become a system of also oppressing people. So, to actually make knowledge freely available and accessible is necessary. And sometimes religion has played, uh, has been used as an instrument for yeah. people to just control people, yeah. pretending that. Do as I say because I'm the only one who knows. And which is why I think all the more reason when Vivekananda says that enlightened people aren't like special in that way. They've worked at it. They've been human. They've experienced things. They went at it. So anybody can do this. He kind of made made it all so much more universal. Yeah. anybody can do
2: this yeah and, and and the vedas say that all the time why are yeah. the vedas called the universal source of knowledge it's not mm. just because they they contain all knowledge it, it, it's also because it is for everybody correct the knowledge is meant for everybody it's correct. it's out there for everybody to read mm. so yeah. go read for for yourself
1: and you know i think as we uh prepare to close the podcast for today, I think one thing that I would really like to, uh, you know, remember again is that, that joke we had about Swami Vivekananda, that everybody talks about Swami Vivekananda. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Why don't you talk about it? Because I like the way you say it.
2: (laughs) What what was it? I think it was in, in the fifth standard or or the sixth standard, where in uh, Hindi Hindi textbook, we had a story about Swami Vivekananda. and, And none of it talked about, Yoga or uh, you know, or 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 his his Vedantic studies, uh, you know what he taught to the the rest of the world. It it, it didn't it, it obviously had a very cartoonish sketch that yeah he went to Chicago and he represent Hinduism so to speak in in the world what is it world conference of of religions. Whereas what what he 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 really spoke about the Vedanta. He he spoke about the knowledge that is there in in our books and. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank God he did that because I I I've been have been listening to these amazing podcasts that are opening my mind, which are uh, you know taught by uh, monks of uh, the the Ram Mission, and that's because you know Swami Vivekananda actually started mm-hmm. these teachings. But n- none of that was actually present in our books. It, it, it only said that yeah, wow, India good, and you know yeah. Hinduism amazing. Uh, and
1: Vivekanand hero.
2: Yeah, I mean it it didn't really say anything about his his teachings at all. I mean obviously Vivekananda was was a hero but it it didn't really explain mm-hmm. why. And I, once yeah. again I was just suppo- supposed to accept on faith that because I was Indian I was supposed to feel proud that this guy went and represented India. That that was not yeah. it. it. It was not like Sachin Tendulkar going and playing in, in in England and and I was supposed to feel proud. I mean th- this guy did something amazing mm-hmm. that actually enabled I don't know how many people to access this this spiritual knowledge. So this knowledge is coming down to us because some people experienced these truths for themselves. They decided to write it. And then other giants read these books and wrote Mm. commentaries on them. Uh, One of my podcast teachers says it, you know, nearly every other podcast that we wouldn't be reading the Bhagavad Gita if it was not for Adi Shankaracharya. He Mm. is the one who wrote the first... Definitive commentary on the Bhagavad Gita, and he, and mm. he's the reason why we are reading this book. I mean, right. the the Mahabharat has more than a hundred thousand verses, <laughs> and the Gita has just a little over seven hundred or so verses. And Adi Shankaracharya decided to write a commentary on those seven hundred verses, and now oh, we know wow. the Gita as this, you know, world-renowned philosophical spiritual yes. classic. And yeah. it, it's because these people saw something, and and and. They they put in all of this effort so that you and I can actually read this book. And right. instead of doing that, we just I don't know. I've I've been to Kaladi, uh, to to Adi Shankaracharya's birthplace, and they mm. they built a temple in his name, and, and 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 you go there and 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 you pray to him, and and you bow down your head, you your your forehead touches the floor, and you leave. And and Aww. if if that man was alive today, he'll be like you idiot, read the book. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, don't just come here to, to pray to me. I, I wrote that commentary so that you could read the book. Yeah. So read the book. And, and and that's what I'm trying to do today. Seriously. Yeah. So do, do you have anything else to say or do you think this is a good place <laughs> to close?
1: Yeah, I think we have... <laughs> I think we've come to a... Uh a good reminder so moral of the story is read the book
2: yeah i'd, I'd like to close with uh, swami Vivekananda once again he said uh, each soul is potentially divine the goal is to manifest this divinity within by controlling nature external and internal do this either by work or worship or psychic control or philosophy by one or more or all of these and be free This is the whole of religion. Doctrines or dogmas or rituals or books or temples or forms are but secondary details.